Hi, welcome to Razor Branding Podcast. This is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host. If it's your first time listening, thanks so much for downloading. Hopefully, you'll learn something about branding and come back for more. Episodes are released every Monday, and you can find them on iTunes or razorbranding.org, where you can subscribe through an RSS feed. If you have questions for me, you can find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo. Thanks. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and you're listening to the Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about using a name to build your brand. What do you name your company, your products, your services, all these names that you have to come up with? What should you know and actively do or avoid to make sure that you have the best name? So let's start with the tips first, the things that you need to make sure that you do that can help you out. Um, Number one, you want to conduct a thorough internet search. You want to make sure that whatever you're thinking of naming it, that it is something that's available as a domain. Now, this is tricky. These are hard to come by. Less and less often you will find words or phrases still available in domain names. And you really still do want the .com. Heading towards a .biz or .net, um, those can be tricky because People don't necessarily take you as seriously. They will accidentally go to the .com version. So you want to make sure that it's available the way you want it to be. Now, you may have to add a location. Um, My new name, state. My new name, city. Um, Whatever it might be to help you really nail down that domain. But again, if people don't remember the city or the state that you've added on any sort of geographical locator and they just type in the name, they're going to go to the original .com what are they going to find when they get there? A competitor? Well, then, my gosh, stay far, far away from it. And that's the second thing. Competition. If your name is in any way associated with a competitor or someone remotely in the same space, stay away from the name. Because not only is the domain name going to be a problem, but the copyright is going to be a problem. You're not going to be able to trademark it uh, because that company already has it. You also want to avoid anything that's hard to spell. If it's easily misspelled, if it is something that is, is uh, going to be confused with something else based on the spelling, stay away. So one of the things you definitely want to do is you want to pick a name that is going to be able to expand as you grow. You don't want something that's going to limit you. So if you make the name very specific to a certain uh, product or service that you provide or a certain demographic or a certain era, whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden you start to catch on and people are liking you and you're expanding and you're growing and you're adding additional products and services. Are you now limited because of the original name that you chose? Well, that's something that you definitely want to stay away from. So make sure you pick a name that is expandable, that it can grow with you. Um, now, That leads me to my next recommendation that is also a little bit of a conflict from what I just said, because you don't want it to be so generic that it doesn't have any meaning. You want to pick a name that conveys some kind of meaning, something that will allow people to understand who you are by the name. And before you jump in and say, but what about Google? What about Yahoo? Um, What about Apple? That doesn't have any meaning for what they do. It doesn't have anything to do with music. I hear you. I know. Uh, What about Nike? That has everything to do with anything. The difference is those companies have spent millions, uh, at this point probably billions of dollars, getting people to associate their name with what they do. So 
when you think about it, unless you're going to spend millions, possibly billions of dollars to get people to associate your name with what you do, give it some meaning from the beginning. And dead founders might not necessarily be the meaning you want to convey. So if the name that you're giving it is the name of the people who founded the company, well, that doesn't really represent what you do at all. And are they even still at the company? Uh, you know, is this the kind of thing where the company's now on its third or fourth or fifth generation of leader, and so the named partner uh, that the company got its name from is long gone? Well, that can be confusing. Uh, so you really want to try to steer around some of those obstacles. Now, you definitely want to conduct a trademark search. You want to make sure that you can legally own the name, uh, federally, state, state by state, in the states you're going to be on. Um, it's something that really is going to protect you and it's important. You also want to figure out, is the name catchy? Because you want a name that, that's going to be memorable. You don't want people to always think, oh wait, what were they called? I mean, that's going to be a problem. Uh, go to your target audience and share the name with them and see how they react. Now by target audience, I don't mean the people that live in your house. And I definitely don't mean the people that are on your payroll go actually to the target consumers that are potential customers from you and get true, honest feedback. And more than likely, they're not going to tell you to your face if they don't like it. So have um, someone else present it to them and see what the honest, genuine, real feedback is. Um, how does it look when it's spelled all is one word, like a domain name? How does it look when it's said out loud? How does it look when it's misspelled, if it's a commonly spelled word, or when it's um, done in different ways? You want to test it in lots of different ways because the last thing you want is to end up with something where the last word, or the last letter of the first word is an S, and the first two letters of the second word is an EX, and then every time somebody runs it together, it spells sex. Well, you've already got problems before it starts, so you want to make sure the name definitely sounds good and looks good. Um, before you get too committed to it. You also want to make sure that you're happy with it, that you have to like it. Make sure it's something that works for you and that you are okay with living with for the next however many years you're going to be around as a part of this company. Uh, make sure that it's something that you like. Some of the mistakes that people make um, is like number one, they pick things that are too generic and bland and plain and they don't stand out and they're not memorable. So you really want to stay away from that. Um, you've also got people who start to try to Frankenstein things. They try to take words and like verbs and change them into nouns or adjectives or something um, to try to make a new word. Uh, this typically when done very well by a branding agency can be executed uh, to completion. Oftentimes, other people do it and, and they end up really causing a problem for themselves. And they don't have the budget to get this new word truly into the vernacular. So you want to make sure that you are uh, following the proper steps, hiring professionals in terms of making sure the name and the logo look right, uh, making sure that it's legally protected and that the internet side of it digitally is protected. That's your best bet. A lot, another mistake that I find people making is decision by committee. Oh, decision by committee. It is one of the most frustrating things ever because now we've got to try to appease the unprofessional opinions of nine different people who all feel like their idea is the best one. Well, that's a recipe for a 26 month naming project that goes nowhere quickly. 
or slowly in that case. So you want to avoid that for sure. You also don't want it to be um, too local, too national, too global, too whatever. Really match the name to where the business will be conducted. And it's okay if it becomes very colloquial. If that's where your audience is and is going to be, you're not worried about expanding beyond those borders, then rock right on. Don't even worry about that. Um, Now, you worry about things becoming cliches. Uh, If you are picking something that is a cliche, uh, so for example, if you're in the financial services industry and you pick summit, peak, Pinnacle, Apex, etc. Number one, I guarantee you there are already a dozen of each of those names. Number two, talk about bland and fitting in. And number three, now you're just a total cliche. Don't do that. Make it unique and identifiable. Make it something that people can really get behind. You want them to become brand advocates. That means you want them to be in your tribe. They have to love it so much that they're willing to take the sticker and put it on their car. They want to wear your t-shirt out and about in public. So make sure that you give them something that they're proud of, that they want to do. Um, The last thing that you want is to put something out there that isn't a pleasing and that your brand advocates don't want to wear. So that can be an issue. Um, Oh, another tip is when it comes to spelling, Watch those C's and K's and Q's, uh, PH's and F's, anything where it's easily misspelled, again, especially if it's a word you're making up, uh, you're going to need to to be sure that it's um, either very easily spelled and not easily misspelled, or by multiple versions of the domain so that you can get that traffic, whether they spell it properly or not. Um, I would tell you that truly the biggest mistake of all is people who have the wrong name, either because they chose the wrong name, they've outgrown their name, they've already committed one of the previous mistakes that we talked about, but they're too stubborn to change. So now at this point, they're dug in and they've just decided to throw money at it and solve the problem um, one way or another. Well, okay, I mean, it's your money, it's your company, you can do whatever you want, but that's not my recommendation. Cut your losses now. Stop throwing good money after bad. Six of one, half dozen of the other. I don't know, whatever other phrase you want to throw out there. Make sure that you aren't committing that sin of really um, wasting time and money by continuing down the wrong path. Go ahead and fix it now. You're going to be in business, hopefully, another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So fix it now. Because in 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you'll have spent so much more money on that wrong name and you really won't want to fix it. So go ahead and take care of it while you can. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope this helps you, uh, whether you are naming a business, a product, a service, a kid, um, whatever it might be. I hope these tips have really helped you figure out what name you want uh, to properly um, build your brand. And... Please, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to Razor Branding Podcast. And my last request, and this is the big one, please go to iTunes and give us a good rating. A nice little five-star review would be super helpful. Uh, We are trying to get this podcast into the top 100, uh, and it's steep competition, as you can imagine. So help us out. Uh, There have been, at this point, thousands of you who are subscribing and listening, and I appreciate that. And I think eight of you 
have actually gone in and done the um, five-star review. So, you know, if it's not asking too much, take a second on your phone even. Just go right in and do it. Thanks a lot, and I uh, hope you tune in again next week.